Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. Honey Bee and I are two best friends who are making our way through the history of kaiju movies. We started in 1933 with the original King Kong, and today we are up to 2002. With the monster comedy horror film Eight Legged Freaks. Oh! It was originally titled Iraq Attack <laughs> and was released in some countries under that title. But I think there was a war going on or something and it sounded too much like Iraq Attack. Oh. And they didn't want people to think it was that kind of a movie. Cause it's oh my gosh. I actually read something that yeah. said um, while they were filming and the guy's like, ah, get out of here, you eight-legged freaks, that the director was like, ha ha, that's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's where they ended up getting the title from. But while they were writing it and working on it, they were calling it Iraq Attack. So... Let's see. It is, as I said, from 2002. It is uh, Warner Brothers, uh, United States. 103 minutes. The budget was 30 million, and the box office was 45 million. So just barely making its money back. And I don't know if that budget includes advertising and such. It stars David Arquette as Christopher Chris McCormick. The proprietor of a mine, Kari Wur, Wuher, Wuher. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, but I don't know how to say her name. Mm-hmm. As Samantha Sam Parker, the sheriff of Prosperity, Scott Tara as Michael Mike Parker. You know, Wikipedia. We understand how diminutives work. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to put the parentheses. You could just say Mike Parker, if that's what they call him most of the time. He is the son of Samantha Parker, Dougie Doug, as Harlan Griffith, an extraterrestrial enthusiast who owns his own radio station. I love this guy. The first thing I saw him in, I think, was Cool Runnings. He was Sanka. Okay. Okay. I believe he started out on A Different World wearing very distinctive glasses with, like, flip-up flip up sunglasses it was his thing. oh cool he that's what we all thought at the time i <laughs> uh, don't know how well those hold up a very young scarlett johansson as ashley parker bow, 
bear, 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 bear. She is not done baking yet in this movie. <laughs> she is not yet a fully formed Scarlett Johansson. She is baby. Rick Overton, who is very fully baked in this movie <laughs> as Deputy <laughs> Peterson Pete Willis. <laughs> Le- Leon Rippey as Wade, the mayor of prosperity. Matt Chukri? Chukri? Oh my God. C-Z-U-C-H-R-Y is the man's last name. As Brett, the boyfriend of Ashley. J. Arlen Jones. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? Jones? As Leon. Eileen Ryan as Gladys, the aunt of Chris. Riley Smith as Randy. Matt Hallwick as Larry. Jane Edith Wilson as Emma Willis. Jack Moore as Amos Roy Gaintner as Floyd. Don Champlin as Leroy. John Christopher Story as Mark. David Earl Waterman as Norman. And Tom Noonan as Joshua Taft, uncredited, a spider farmer. Why was he uncredited? That was an important part. That was a very, very important part. (laughs) Yeah. He had a rather big scene before he died. And a really big scene while he was dying. It says here the director, oh, we didn't mention him, Elroy Elkayem, got the idea from his 97 short film Larger Than Life, which also handled a spider-fighting storyline. Yes, the Iraq War was just starting, I guess, when this came out, so they thought Iraq attack was inappropriate. So, David Arquette had already made Scream and possibly some of the sequels when this came out. So, uh, he was kind of in the middle of his career, I guess. Yeah, Scream 3 had already come out. Wow. So, at the time, it seemed like he was done with the Scream films and was moving on to Spider (laughs) movies. But of course, in 2011, came back to do some more screen. But of course, but of course. So, Honeybee, what are your initial thoughts, feelings, impressions? Well, I had already seen this movie. This is another movie that my mom showed me. I kind of just remember us renting it and her being super excited about it. My mom really loved, like, kind of creature movies you know like big creature movies like this is another one i think that we've seen so far it was gremlins this one and there was another one that i was thinking about uh but yeah this was just one of those movies that my mom was like excited to show me and excited for me to see my sister is so deathly afraid of spiders i mean like i have chased her around the house with a dead spider Cause I was an asshole, but like she, she was so (laughs) deathly afraid of spiders. So I just remember us like renting this movie and then my sister, like not being okay with it and just like throwing a fit. And it was kind (laughs) of like this thing where it was like, Hey, hey," like me and my mom got to, you know, watch this movie. So I had already seen it, but I had really remembered kind of the time more than I had remembered the movie. There were a few parts in the movie that I did remember, like the ostriches blowing up. 
And there was another scene that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I do remember this. Um, But other than that, it was still pretty fairly new to me. Hey, get out of that. Sorry, my dog was trying to drink my coffee. Anyways, um, but yeah, I, (laughs) I thought it was really funny in the comedy horror thing. I absolutely love the noises that the, like smaller spiders make it it very much reminded (laughs) me of the uh gingerbread men and the like tiny creatures in like krampus (laughs) you know like the little evil creatures who are just like yes i loved it so much they're just like chattering about and just i love that i love it It just (laughs) it really just makes me so freaking happy inside um what else? What else? What else? Hmm. Initial thoughts. Oh, uh, did you notice that when Mike is telling his mom about the spiders that them is playing on the TV? Yes, I think I did notice that. Or I knew it was one of the old movies. We yeah, had. I had to look it up, but I knew it. I was like, what is it? What is it? I know. I know it's something. I know we've seen it. What is it? It was totally yeah. them, which I thought was awesome. Such an awesome little Easter egg in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was super fun to watch. It was super silly. I love the sound effects. I love spiders personally. Um, so I just really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was super fun and silly and definitely 2002 in every way. Um, yeah. What about you? What do you think? Okay. Uh, I did not see this in the theater, but I bought it on DVD Mm. like back then when it first came Mm -hmm. out. So I think I had just wanted to see it in theaters and missed it. So I, I... I bought it right away because I knew it was the kind of thing I probably would watch again. I currently own a digital copy. Folks, if you want to watch this movie, it's not streaming anywhere, but you can rent or buy it on all the usual things. The Vudu, the Amazon, the Google, the YouTube, all that stuff. Yes, this was a, a movie that like we rented from Blockbuster, and I specifically remember renting this and Cujo. <laughs> And just because, like, it was just something that we did was kind of, like, watch these, you know, movies that were, like, kind of spooky, like, scary, ah. And I remember watching this and, like, really loving it, but just kind of being, like, you know, when your hair touches you and you're, like, slapping yourself, like, ah, about the spiders. And then we watched Cujo and I was afraid of my dog for, like, a week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I enjoyed it then, and I enjoyed it again now. I think the CGI holds up pretty well. It's all CGI spiders, I think, completely. I'm not sure if there's any practical effects. I think that when they're in the very beginning of the movie, when they're showing the um, tarantulas in their actual, Mm -hmm. there may be like a moment where there's an actual tarantula, but that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, the ones in the... Mm -hmm. the terrariums and fish bowls whatever at the beginning are probably real Mm -hmm. Uh, but once they start attacking people and start chattering i read the cast i should read these spiders used in the film the following spiders were used in the film jumping spider orb weaving spider 
Uh, it says Consuela, matriarch of the spider army and her fellow male orb weavers. <laughs> tarantula. Tank, the pink toe tarantula, oh. second in command of the spider army. <laughs> Trapdoor spider, spitting spider, and tiger wolf spider. And the spider that bites Joshua is a pink toe tarantula from South America. Oh. Yeah, they are gorgeous. <laughs> uh, I don't particularly like spiders, but they don't, uh, you know, give me nightmares or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I know some people are really bothered by them. In fact, these days in, in role-playing games, a lot of people like to use uh, safety tools. Just sort of going over your things with your players before you begin about what kind of things are you not comfortable with? What oh. sort of things should we just not deal with? Or we can sort of deal with off camera, as it were. It's not literally camera, but, you know, we'll just sort sure. of draw a veil over that. So it'll be things like, uh, you know, sexual abuse, uh, animal endangerment, child endangerment, and spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, really? And I even have one game where there's an option of a no spiders edition. Wow. There's, a, there's an alternate version of the game that leaves out any references to spiders. Oh, gosh, I love spiders. I, but I, I do understand, though, because like I said, my sister, she literally had arachnophobia. I remember when I like got my first cell phone, or not my first cell phone, but I guess like a cell phone where you could take pictures and send pictures. And I would just like across the room, send my sister a picture of a spider just to watch her throw her phone and cry. Um <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And as an adult, I understand how fucked up that is and how horrible it is. Um, so not that my sister is listening to this podcast, but if you're out there, Tiffany, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I tortured you with the spiders. <sighs> well, let's get into the plot from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Oh, uh, I was trying to let me look up the kill count. We need to start doing kill counts again. Looks like we. Oh, gosh, this looks pretty big. Really? Oh, yeah, I guess because they attacked the whole city. This, well, that's also counting the spiders, though. It's uh, 297. Damn! But that is also counting the spiders. So. So we have, like, Joshua killed by tarantulas. Joshua's parrot killed by tarantulas. <laughs> the cat killed by a wolf spider. Chris's father. Ostriches. Randall. Humans. Spiders. Randy. Two motorcycle. Uh, another motorcycle. Motorcycle. I guess that means a person on a motorcycle. Yeah. I... But then we got spider, spider, spider. Two spiders. Six spiders. Amos, the truck driver. Dog. So... Uh, but yeah, we have other kill counts that count the monsters, so yeah, 297 things <laughs> killed in this movie. Damn. That's quite a lot. <laughs> anyway, now let's do the plot from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. On a highway outside of the quiet mining town of Prosperity, Arizona, a truck driver carrying a load of chemicals swerves to avoid a rabbit causing a barrel of toxic waste to land in a pond. 
Crickets that feed from the pond are collected by an exotic spider farmer named Joshua Taft. Okay, I kind of missed how the spiders got infected. Yeah. Uh, I was not clear what was going on there. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was from the chemicals. Sure. But I didn't quite get that he fed them tainted crickets. That makes sense. Yeah. The also, guys, I know, I know you never want to run something over and it sucks, but especially if you're in a semi, if a rabbit runs in front of you, don't swerve. You may kill someone. <laughs> don't contaminate the river <laughs> with chemical waste. Because of like, I know it's, it sucks anyway. to run something over like, oh gosh, I know it's horrible. I've done it. Yeah. But also, God, like you cannot do that. You cannot, especially in an 18 wheeler, right. like you, oh my gosh. I saw Joshua out there, but I thought he, I didn't catch that he was gathering crickets to feed to the spiders. So that makes sense though. One week later, he shows Mike Parker, a local boy, his collection, including an enormous female orb weaver spider from Brazil named Consuela. After Mike leaves, Joshua is bitten by an escaped tarantula and accidentally knocks down the spider cages. He knocks down all the spider cages. Okay, but also we got we got to talk about when he's like explaining to Mike, he's like, they're talking about the spiders and he's explaining to Mike how the spider does the cocoon thing. And he's like, you know how much women love breakfast in bed. And I'm like, whoa, he's a child. Why would he know that? <laughs> why? Why? No. Kids bring kids bring their mother's breakfast in bed. Uh, I don't know. It just, it was like on their birthdays and things. I guess I, I was just like, why would he know that? He's the little boy. But then it made sense later <laughs> on in the movie because later on in the movie Mike repeats it he's like you know how much women love breakfast yeah. but I was like oh okay well that's kind of cute but at first I was like why the <laughs> fuck would he know that Joshua come on that's weird <laughs> well I think Joshua spends a lot of time alone yeah so. for sure he I definitely don't think he's the creep that um Sam his Mike's mom he's like yeah you don't need to hang out with that yeah, weirdo I, really I know I didn't feel like he was that yeah. kind of dude so I, Stay away from that guy. I'm like, wait, come on. He's not touching him. He's, really <laughs> He's not touching him. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. No, she is acting like she's <laughs> acting like that. And like, you know, the guy's doing science. He's lonely. The kid's interested in science. It's fine. There's nothing inappropriate. Yeah. Same, same, bad. same, she same. Was <laughs> she was being a jerk. Uh, Josh was killed by the spiders alongside his pet parrot. After devouring him, the spiders grow to even larger proportions due to the toxins of the crickets Joshua fed them. After another week, Chris McCormick, whose father owned the mines before he died ten years ago, shows up and stands against Wade, the mayor of Prosperity, about his proposition to sell the mine. Why is he just now coming back if his dad died ten years and, ago? And, and, something that I just did not get, this, how come no one recognizes this guy? Like I get, I get I it that it's, it's like ten years. Like, sure, that's a long time. But as far as they're speaking, like he he beat up Sam's yeah. husband ten years ago, so he was already an adult. It's not like he was a kid yeah. and they saw him as a kid, and then ten years passed. Now he's an adult, and they're like, "Oh, who is this guy?" No, he was an adult, and then he left, and now he's still an adult, and he came back. But no, like everyone that sees him at first doesn't recognize him at first, and I'm like, "What the yeah. fuck is His this?" Own aunt. His own damn aunt does not. Yeah. 
I don't think this is right, though. I think he's been gone for 10 years, but his father just recently died, and that's why he's coming back. That does make that's the that does make more sense, but I think they literally did say yeah. his dad died 10 years before. But ma- All right. Folks, call in and let may- us know, Maybe not. I'm not going to go back. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, how come no one recognizes this poor guy? Uh, yes. Anyway, he stands up against Wade, the mayor of Prosperity, about his proposition to sell the mine as he believes that his father had discovered a gold vein in the mine. Chris also sparks a romance with Sam Parker, the town sheriff, and Mike's mother. Really? And there's also a bit about the the mayor has some crazy plan for the mine. And everybody's like, yeah, well, that mall that you built didn't work out. He, apparently, he's got all these plans for the town and that none of them have worked out so far. And now I think he wants to sell the mine to the government so they can store toxic waste there. Which is why the guy was coming to town in the first place with the shit on his truck. Yeah. And it turns out later, well, I'm sure Wikipedia will tell us, but it turns out later that he's been already storing stuff in the mine Mm -hmm. without permission. Uh, Meanwhile, Wade is holding a town meeting in the mall about whether they should sell the mines and relocate. There you go. Wade later on insults Chris's father for being delusional for thinking that gold is in the mine only to be punched by Yeah, Chris. right in the fucking face. Mike sneaks out. Yeah. Mike sneaks out on foot and finds Joshua and the spiders missing. The farm covered in webbing and the dead body of Joshua. Although he sees an enormous spider shadow in the mines and tells Chris that the spiders have grown to enormous size based on a giant spider leg he found at the mine entrance. Chris does not believe it. Yeah, the first the first cocoon-like type thing we get to see is Joshua, and it is really cool. I think this effect, like, throughout the whole thing with the people being, like, uh, webbed up is so cool. Um, I do kind of have an issue with the Wikipedia saying that, there, that Chris sparks a romance with Sam. Because I don't really think that happens like i think there's some tension there but there's this whole story about how her husband like cheated or something and then he beat the shit out of her husband Mm -hmm. and he's kind of awkward about it like at one time he brings her flowers but like nothing nothing ever really comes of it or happens there's no real romance doesn't she no, he, she kisses him. No, the they end. don't kiss. They just hug. He keeps trying. They hug. They side hug. Are I'm positive. Sure? I am positive because after she, I th- I thought because there's the point. He keeps trying to tell her something all throughout the movie, and she's finally at one point says, "I know you punched my husband because you found out." That he was cheating on me, but you didn't want to tell me because you didn't want to break up the family, and you love me and you always have. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yes, that's it." And I thought she kissed him real quick right then before she went off to go kill. Oh, some maybe shit. I missed that that little yeah, kiss. I'm pretty sure she kissed him right after right after that. It wasn't a big big sloppy. Kiss. <laughs> so he's he's trying makes... to yeah he's trying to spark a romance. He's trying to spark a romance. The seeds at the end. But, um, yeah, you know, we don't get to see where that goes. Uh, but I like this part of this part in the truck where the kid's telling him about it. And he says mm. that um, nobody believes the kid. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to believe me because nobody ever believes the kid. But this is what's going on. And he shows him this big spider leg and he's like, hey, it kind of looks like a twig to me. But then later on, mm-hmm. he, later on, he tells dead, everybody dead cactus. Yeah, that was it. A piece of cactus. And later on, he tells everybody, you got to believe the kid. <laughs> 
we got to talk about um, his aunt too, yeah. um, because she has probably the best line in the whole mm-hmm. movie, which I had to rewind to see if this is what she actually said because I wasn't sure. But she says, "Lose the face fuzz before you do." He's gonna go, you know, try to spark this romance mm-hmm. with Sam, and his aunt says. Lose the face fuzz before you do. It makes your mouth look like a stripper's twat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And she had, like, I mean, we're talking, like, cigarette in the mouth, blue yeah. eyeshadow, red lipstick. It yeah. was... Glo- I was like, what? And I had to rewind it. Like, did she just say that? Yeah. And it was, so- hands down, the best line in the whole entire film. So he first, when he first comes back to town, he comes to wherever it is she's working and she's like, we're not hiring. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, no, in fact, we're, I think she says they're going to be closing down soon or something. And we mm-hmm. just had to let yeah. someone go. And he's like, well, you know, I'm a pretty good geologist or something like that. And she's still just not really even paying attention. And then he finally says that his name is Chris. And she looks up and she's like, <gasps> Chris. And that's when we find out that she's his goddamn aunt who didn't recognize him. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys, yes, that's right. Yeah, Gladys, because only only aunts are named Gladys. Uh, anyway, and, moving and on. only 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 aunts can get away with that makeup and say strippers <laughs> twat and no one yeah. blink an eye. Yeah. Seeing as the entire town is connected in some way to the mines, spiders show up in many different places. Oh, they mean literally connected. Harlan Griffiths, Mm -hmm. an eccentric extraterrestrial enthusiast, is broadcasting his theory that various missing pets around town have been abducted by aliens. He is actually, uh, Harlan's the framing sequence. He starts off the movie telling us this Mm -hmm. story, and then they close the book like you're supposed to, like nobody ever does. Because they come back yeah. to him at the end to finish, to wrap up the story. So I appreciated that. I love this guy. I love his character. I, I just love him. He is one of my favorite parts about the movie. Just love him. Love it was him. not clear love to me him. if he ever played any music or if he just rambled for eight hours a day about his No, I, I, Yeah, it was just like a talk, like a talk radio type situation. Right. Uh, yeah, um, AM coast to coast, but just for this town. Mm. Uh, so yeah, he thinks the pets have been abducted by aliens. A farmer finds his ostriches missing. That was another thing, though, that the mayor had started up the ostrich farming that was not for the ostrich burgers. Yeah, not not taking off. But yeah, there is an ostrich burger joint in town. (laughs) Uh, he's like, they got good meat. They're, they're missing and trapdoor spiders were found to be preying on them. Ashley, Sam's daughter, and Mike's older sister breaks up with her boyfriend, Brett, before he and his motorcyclist friends are chased by jumping spiders. Yeah, he's he's coming on too strong. She keeps telling him no. No means no, Brett. Yeah. And and, and, and everyone take she, note. If you don't understand consent, you will get tased in the balls, yes. just like Brett. And some beautiful... Young Scarlett Johansson will tase you in the balls and steal your truck. This is what happens, kids. So some guys are into that. So uh, <laughs> tase me, Scarlett. No, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah, there was a whole scene earlier with she's fighting. She's arguing with her mother, but her mother wants her to take this taser. 
And at first she doesn't want to, but then she does and uses it on her boyfriend. And the taser actually comes in handy quite a few times in this movie, it turns out. But before this, I do have to say there's this moment where we kind of, when the spiders are, you know, going in random places and we kind of see this random couple with a cat and the guy is remodeling the house and the cat gets into the drywall and they're like, oh, again with the cat in the drywall. (laughs) And then this cat and the spider get in a fight um, which the sound effects are so good, just like the cat and the spider fighting. But the actual Tom and Jerry moment of this cat and the spider fighting and the CGI <laughs> of like the cat and the spider imprints in the wall were uh, just so good. I love that. <laughs> oh, I loved it so much. Uh, I have actually had to deal with a kitten inside the drywall. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Some cat got in and had kittens and then oh my there god there's a little hole in the drywall and one of the kits climbed in there and we had to like cut a new hole to get it to come out no <sighs> anyway brett the only survivor accidentally cuts off the telephone line and ends up stuck in the mine in the process while traversing the mines he finds consuela feeding on victims who are trapped in spider webbing Chris finds out that his Aunt Gladys and her dog are abducted by a male orb weaver in their basement. Sam is convinced Chris and Mike are delusional, but realizes they were right all along after witnessing a giant male orb weaver attempting to abduct Ashley and Chris. Like you do. (laughs) Sam kills the spider with a shotgun and saves them both before contacting Pete to tell him to bring all guns in the police station's possession to the mall. Is there just one sheriff and one deputy in this whole town? Yes, and what's weird about it is why do they call the sheriff at her home? Like, a guy goes to, like, call the sheriff, not another cop, the guy with the cat in the wall. Mm -hmm. He calls Sheriff Sam at her house. (laughs) Like, is that normal? It is that small of a town that everybody has the sheriff's (laughs) home number. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. The group consisting this is is this a pre-cell phone movie i think it is well there's one part where the guy's like doesn't anyone have a cell phone and no one does so i think it's just like before everyone had one yeah they exist but they weren't every place yeah we weren't all carrying a television in our pocket let's see the group consisting of ashley chris sam and mike escaped to harlan's trailer knowing he has a radio station in his trailer yeah they can't they can't use the phones so they've got to well, yeah, that's why it's important that no one has a cell phone, because the phone lines are down. So they have to go to the radio station. As Sam broadcasts the threat over the radio, she's telling everybody over the radio, I'm serious now. This isn't a joke. Town is under attack by giant spiders. <laughs> and then the spiders, everybody immediately finds out it's true. As Sam broadcasts the threat over the radio, a giant tarantula, the tank of the horde, assaults the trailer, but they manage to escape. As the town oh, I love the scene. It's so cool. Oh, and I love when the spider, there's one spider. It's one of the smaller ones, but even the smaller ones are really big. But when uh, he sees, or he, she, I don't know, the spider sees like a taxidermy deer or something on the wall and goes like jumps on it oh, and yeah. then like bites Starts, it. And like, then it's like, what the it. hell? Like, plah, plah. yeah, <laughs> I love so that. Upset. <laughs> like trying to eat the wax fruit yeah <laughs> uh let's see uh as the town is besieged by vicious spider hordes many people are eaten sam tells everybody to evacuate to the mall and barricade themselves 
while Wade flees into the mines and locks the gate before the attack. Question was yeah. did this did this help people because I feel like she was like everybody get to this place and then all of the people were like out in the streets like running and going to this place and they were all fucking getting attacked yeah, and eaten right. whereas like if they would have just like stayed in their own homes or i don't know it's really gone hard to, to their know, basements or something yeah i just felt it. like yikes <laughs> people were getting attacked in their homes so it's hard to know her idea was that the mall was all concrete and would be you know, harder for them to break into. Oh man, I it, I, I don't know. It felt so. Wade, bad yeah, to Wade. Me. Wade is uh not Wade. Yes, the mayor. Who's who's the mayor? Wade. Is, sure, uh, we'll call him in, the mayor. He he's in the mall all by himself, having uh, an ostrich burger, and has no idea what's going on. And he's about to leave when he sees everybody come driving up to the mall. And he says to himself, if you build it, they will come. Like finally, <laughs> finally, people are coming to shop at the mall. But no, they're just seeking refuge. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's see. While Wade flees into the mines and locks the gate before the attack, forcing the rest to defend themselves from the arachnids. Harlan and Chris climb onto the roof and ascend the radio mast and try to get a signal to call the army as they are being attacked by the spiders, but are believed to be pranksters by the 911 receiver. Harlan jumps from the roof after the tarantulas break open the gates and lets the spiders enter the mall and land in some bushes where he meets, lands in some bushes where he meets Pete. And this is when he's on the the antennas when he yells out, get out, get away or get back, you eight-legged freaks. Get back, you eight-legged freaks, yeah. While the townsfolk are in the basement, Brett arrives on a forklift that brings down the locked gate, and they all head through the mines to the front entrance, discovering the methane-filled tunnels. Yeah, they mentioned a few times that the tunnels are full of methane. In fact, there's a part where Chris goes down to check on something with some of the miners early on, and is talking about methane and masks and stuff. After freeing Wade, Chris goes to look for Gladys in the mines and finds her and the gold vein his father had claimed to have discovered. Hooray. This is really cool. Gladys, like, you look like an angel. All of the gold <laughs> behind you. And he's like, what? And he turns around and it's literally <laughs> the gold. Yeah. Filled with joy to realize that his father is not delusional like Wade or many people claim. This moment of celebration is cut short as they are confronted by the gigantic Consuela, using perfume to distract the spider. Somebody had mentioned this earlier in the film about perfume and smells. And using perfume to distract the spider and escaping on Brett's motorcycle, Chris then blows up the mines using Gladys's smoking addiction and the high concentration of methane gas, blowing up the mall and destroying Consuela and her spider army before the police arrive. Wade is distraught at the destruction of the mall and hopes that the insurance will cover the damages. As the story ends, Harlan concludes his radio report that the town has decided to cover up the whole incident, but let Harlan continue broadcasting the incident. <laughs> what? Harlan states that Chris reopened the mine, <laughs> informing that another story was coming by giving a toothy smile, revealing several 
golden teeth. When the mayor has the uh, insurance moment, it really reminded me of, this is so stupid, but it really reminded me of the Tiger King because you remember when that when the guy got his arm bit off by the tiger uh-huh. and it just like shows the tiger king and he's like he's not like oh no my employee right. or my friend or he's like yeah. i'm never gonna financially recover from this yeah yeah oh, <laughs> Asshole. it was very much that moment <laughs> do you remember tiger king folks it seems a lifetime ago uh, they didn't mention though that the um, a whole bunch of like policemen and and firefighters too I think mm-hmm. from other municipalities come driving up to the rescue. The army doesn't come, but these guys all come <sighs> because yeah from Tucson. Listen, uh, I believe they showed up because they listened to Harlan's show all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, and they're like, ah, this is it. Harlan needs our help. He's calling. The invasion's happening. So they all... Harlan throughout is convinced that these are not earthly spiders, that they must be from outer space or something. Yeah, and the way that the whole kind of town and movie plays it is like, he's this conspiracy guy and don't believe him. Like, he's full of shit, like, the whole time. So I really loved how that moment when everyone shows up and they're like, yeah, Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, he gets his glory moment because he fucking deserves it. (laughs) They do all all listen to him all the time, though, it seems like. it was He was playing the diner and stuff. So, um... Let's see. Uh, oh, there was a thing. I'm not. I don't want to just read the whole Wikipedia article, but uh, it was filmed as the mall was shot in the Mainstay Town Center, a closing mall in Glendale, Arizona. It says the mall was demolished a year after shooting was completed and redeveloped. Its demolition was featured in the film as a consequence of the tunnel's methane gas explosion. I'm not Wow. The way they the way they phrase that makes it sound like they used the actual demolition, but I don't see how they could have if it was demolished a year after shooting was completed. I think hmm. they're just saying I think they've just phrased that awkwardly that uh. they showed it getting demolished, but it wasn't actually demolished until a year later. So Aww. I did read somewhere that this movie was filmed in like 40 days. Like, that's it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they probably spent a whole lot of time in post production on those spiders. Yeah. The film was dedicated to several people Louis Arquette, father of David, who died in 2001 from heart failure, and who stars with him in Scream 2, I believe. Hmm. Uh, Don Devlin and Pillar Seward, the parents of producer Dean Devlin, who died of lung cancer in 2000 and 2001. Uh, maybe it's Scream 3. Now I gotta check. <laughs> in one of the Scream movies, he's like playing the sheriff or the police chief. Um, oh, we just saw him in Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Scream 2. He's Chief Lewis Hartley in Scream 2. So there you go. Okay, so that is the plot. Eight-legged freaks! <laughs> uh, honeybee, anything else you want to say about Eight-legged freaks? There was a video game. Oh, was for, there? Uh, Eight-legged freaks let the squashing begin was released in 2002 <laughs> for PC and Mac. 
And there was a canceled sequel. There was one in development in 2003, supposedly, but no additional information has come forth since then. <laughs> uh, wah, wah. Um, I do have to say there was a moment, a Scarlett Johansson moment, where I think it's when her mom is trying to give her the taser. And she's like, just take it. You never know what's going to happen. And she's like, don't worry, mom. I'm not going to end up 16 and pregnant in a trailer trash sheriff. And I was right. like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. Like, first of all, um, being a sheriff is not like, I don't know, a trashy job. And right. like, you know, I don't know. It was just I was like, maybe it's just like a teenager moment. I don't know. But I was like, yeah, yeah. God ouch like god damn did she just call her mom white like a white trash no it was trailer trash not white trash yeah. my bad trailer trash sheriff like good lord um let's see oh man the sound effects of the big spider the uh what consuela well i guess also the orb spider too and they're like when he's like wrecking the trailer but the sound effects of the feet print and the not the feet print the footsteps <laughs> and the roar um the roars are so good they just made me so happy i really i i can't get over just like the little even when something happens and like the spider's like ow like they just make these little tiny just chattery noises and i just oh they just really do it for me they make me so very happy um something that was really cool was in the dirt bike scene with um the boyfriend and all of his friends getting off by all these spiders uh there's this point where there's kind of like a zoom in into one of the spiders faces and we kind of see the reflection of the dirt bikes like zooming off in the spider's eyes that was super cool. I really loved that. I loved any time the spiders were like spinning someone up. It was super cool. Loved the cocoon moments. Oh, yeah. When the spiders are attacking the kids, the mom is like, keys, where are my keys? And I was thinking, keys? Like, what the fuck? Guns. And then I realized she was trying to get the keys to the gun safe. Yes. But I, I was so confused. I was like, what do you mean, keys? Like, they, these spiders are about to eat your fucking kids. But yeah, it was for the gun safe. I was like, okay, this is definitely shot in Arizona, not in Texas, because no one would be looking for keys. Um, I just, yeah, I really love when we have a movie where there's multiple... You know, like Legion, how there's just like a legion of uh-huh. monsters. I yeah. really love that. Something about that just really just like hits me in a different way. Like I love all of our movies, our kaiju movies. You know, they're so good. But something about there being an army of something just feels so different. And it's so cool. I really love that so much. So that was something I really loved about this movie. Um, Let's see what else. Yeah, I think, oh, there is a moment that I thought was really cool because the deputy kind of comes off as like a boob. Like he's just kind of goofy and never really knows what's it. But there was this really cool moment where he's like on the outside of these bars and someone has dropped a chainsaw and he kind of chainsaws all these spider legs off. Uh Uh-huh. And I kind of felt like good for him. Like he got his moment of like being a hero and not just like a derpy derp face. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that's really it, though. That's really all I have. OK, well, what are you going to rate eight legged freaks? 
Hmm, I think I'm gonna rate it like a four, four point five. It was really this movie. It's good. It's fun. I really loved it. I I really liked it anyway. I do think a lot of this movie for me is like the nostalgia, like the memory for me of like going to Blockbuster and buying popcorn and gummies and renting it with my mom and like, ha ha ha, my sister's not going to watch it. So like I kind of got like this alone time with my mom. And so it's kind of a special memory for me. So that really does like elevate the movie quite a bit. But I did love it. I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'm going to say like 4.5, like a high four okay. for me. Oh, excuse me. Yawn attacked me. I'm Yawn gonna attack. And, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it five stars because I think it Hell really, yeah. really does what it set out to do. It, it understood the assignment. For sure. Did it. And like I say, I think the CGI holds up pretty well. And uh, I always liked David Arquette. I've enjoyed carry were in a lot of things over the years and it's just so interesting to see a young scarlett johansson because i didn't remember she was in this i didn't know who you know it's not like when i saw her in something later i went oh that's the girl oh, from yeah. eight-legged freaks <laughs> yeah. no that didn't happen <laughs> yeah so yeah i totally forgotten that she was in this so that was that was fun to see her baby baby <laughs> scarlett so there you go, folks. Eight-legged freaks. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review it on whatever podcast thing you're listening to. Consider joining our Patreon, where we do patron-exclusive episodes and early releases whenever I can get them edited in time. And as long as we have a manageable number of patrons, you can request a movie for us to do. Uh, next week's movie is Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Two. Now, some of the recent Godzillas I said weren't streaming, but it seems like they are streaming again. I mean, the recent ones that we've covered. So mm-hmm. check, check Pluto, check Tubi, check those places and uh, see if they are streaming because I think there were some things that went away and then came back. So uh, there you go. Go check out our website, mmftg.com, where you can find the links to all of our things, the Instagram, the Twitter, the, that kind of stuff. So uh, thanks for listening. Until next week, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm And take shelter in basements. And please, don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Get back, you eight-legged freaks! (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mmftg.